Welcome to the Pelvic Pulse Podcast, where formally off-the-table topics take center stage so you can feel comfortable, confident, and free in your body. This podcast was born out of the desire to share the intimate and necessary conversations about one of the most ignored, abused, and suppressed areas of our bodies, our pelvises. Not sure where that is? Let's put a finger on it, shall we? I'm your host, Brittany Ellers, holistic pelvic physical therapist, womb worker, and educational speaker and advocate for all things pelvic health. My hope for this show is that it enlivens listeners like you to take steps towards healing your own relationship with your pelvic space holistically for fuller embodiment and a more loving human experience. So when you're ready, let's take a deep breath and dive right in. Okay, ready? Connect down to your root. Take a breath in. Exhale, let it go. Breathe in again. Taking all of that air in through the chest, through the throat. Exhale and let it go with a soft jaw, soft pelvic floor. Feel connected to your truth. So connected now. We'll start now. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm excited and yeah, honored to be here recording with you. You finally got me to sit down. Finally got him, you guys. You're in your office that I spend little to no time in, but it's it's a nice vibe in here. Is that supposed to be a job? A little job. A little, a little poke. <laughs> because you want to spend a lot in. of time in here? Let me in. You want, you just want me to treat you. Yeah. Get me on the table. Yeah. I could do that more. I always ask at the most inconvenient times. I would say inopportune times. Yes. Yeah. But that's okay. We're here to talk about some other things. Not, not just my treating skills and my massage skills, which by the way, you have massage skills that are probably better than mine. What? Yeah. Uh, Untrained. Sure. Like my touch has nuance and yours is just strong and present (laughs) and willing (laughs) and willing. (laughs) Yeah, true. Uh, Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast, James. I'll I'll take the compliment when I can. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm I'm grateful for you to be here and taking all the compliments and having this fairly open and vulnerable conversation, which we don't talk about publicly very often, but we do talk about it amongst ourselves. I don't know. I hear you talking about me all the time on your podcast. So I think I think the the listeners know a little bit about me. So well why don't you share a little bit about you so that they have context. You want me to give your intro? Yeah. Oh I'd like a nice long Okay. James James Scott Bush, everyone. By the time this podcast airs, he'll be 35. Ouch. <laughs> Why is that ouch? Uh, it's, it's a big number. It is, but... Big shoes to fill. It is, but I think you can handle it. I think so. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. Um, 
you are a woodworker, just fine woodworker, carpenter, um, but also just overall handyman, fix it, creative. And you build cold plunges for breathe degrees right now. And you are someone who grew up in Long Beach and actually like 40 minutes away from where I grew up, which is kind of cool and crazy. Yeah. Our parents live, both live at the end of the San Gabriel River. River. Yeah. Come, kind of coincidentally. Mm-hmm. Your parents at the foothills and my parents closer to the beach, but still, yeah, right there. It's still cool that there was that little flow, little connection. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, you are an active person, someone who likes to move your body. Mm-hmm. Soccer was a big part of your life growing up, yep. surfing and Camping, camping, backpacking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Road tripping. Yeah. Spur of the moment. Kind of get up, go like, oh, the waves are going to be fun in central California. Do we want to, you know, sleep for five hours and jet out in the middle of the, you know, first thing in the morning? Yeah, let's go. So kind of so- like, kind of like an adventure seeker is what you are. Yeah. yeah. Definitely in my younger years, I think now it's kind of a little tougher to find the time but that itch is always there yeah yeah which is good because it makes me do things too <laughs> i am someone who could be a hermit homebody i don't need to do all the things all the time and you're someone who gets me out of my shell in certain you're, ways you're pretty active as well you have a lot of plans and friends you go see and hang out with and walks that you do and mm-hmm. everything's so nicely organized and in sync and flow and it could be better at that that's for sure sure but we're we're not here to talk about how the things that you could be better at per se so i could be better at podcasting <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about what we really wanted to just hone in on i guess um so something that strikes me as I think important along a couple's relationship and what I've learned to be interested in. And I guess I didn't learn to be interested in it, but I've come to be really interested in it. Just couple dynamics and how to create intimacy. And I think I feel lucky that I get to do the work that I do with women and their bodies and I feel like something that maybe not everyone realizes um, that just listens to the podcast, if they've never had pelvic PT done, it's like my my style of doing it isn't probably like the typical. It's very right holistic and whatnot. But I think people don't realize that we end up talking a lot about relationship and intimacy and how there's a lot of healing that needs to be done for sure, like within a woman herself or within the person themselves on the table, but also how like a lot of healing happens while you're in relationship. And again, I just feel so lucky that like I've, I've had certain ideas and desires in my life. Like I've wanted to be in partnership for, you know, I could say like, since I was younger, like 
middle school, you know, they talk about girls dreaming about their weddings. I wasn't always dreaming about weddings, but I was dreaming about like having a partner to do stuff with and then dreaming of like having kids and what I want that kind of life to look like. And then as I, you know, grew into my practice, then it's like, oh, well, what do I want my practice? What do I want my business to look like from an entrepreneurial lens? And now I feel like, okay, I've, I have my person and that feels really huge. And I think for some people that could feel really scary. And I think, I think certain, at certain points, like maybe it was scary for the both of us and vulnerable to like say yes and choose, but also it felt like kind of the easiest decision. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) good. Um, but it's been fun and exciting to keep going into my work and then have my curiosity really drive certain points in our relationship. And I feel really, really grateful that you've been someone who's kind of always been game, even if the energy behind your yes is like just to appease me. I feel like you always end up like showing up in a way bigger way than I could have expected. Or like I'm the one that ends up like (laughs) sabotaging it. But like, you know, I learn a lot about myself through the ways that you end up showing up. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's nice to hear. I mean, I want to show up for you and support you. I can see how passionate you are every day and the work that you do and yeah, it's I'm a pretty passionate person, so it's pretty easy to pick up on that and uh, support you. So I think you're doing a, a good thing, and yeah, I'm very proud of you, of course. And uh, yeah, any way I can help. Thank you. Like, I mean, feels this, like this every... is like a new thing for you to do. Like, okay, so I feel like some background is necessary here. Um, didn't you give a little bit you, of ground already? A little bit, or but more. yeah, some more. Like you've never, you've never dated a pelvic PT before. That's for sure. No, I haven't. I don't think I even, it wasn't even on the radar. Did uh, you know that it, it existed? I mean, I knew what a pelvis was, but. You did? Of course. I know what a pelvis is. I feel like not everyone knows that. Like some people would even say like, I know what a pelvic is, you know? No. Yeah. I, I know what a okay sure some I've, people, I've but encountered I, people like that i know what a pelvis is and i just didn't put the two and two together um yeah that that area would need to work and it's how important it really is i mean i've learned so much um can't really like right off the top of my head tell you exactly what but yeah i've, I've learned learned a lot since discovering and knowing that you're a pelvic floor I, I don't even remember telling you that no? I that I was. I don't remember the moment or anything like that. I don't, I don't exactly remember either. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but okay, so you didn't know what a, a pelvic PT was exactly, but you knew what a pelvis was. Yes. And you have kind of just been again game for almost anything that I've wanted to do and try. Uh, mm-hmm. including but not limited to go ahead <laughs> what <laughs> including but not limited to uh creating content 
uh, for educational purposes and, you know, entertainment purposes as well. Yeah, we had a we had a video there pretty early on in our relationship that I don't even want to say went viral, but yeah, we got a lot of a lot of attention and a lot of love from <laughs> friends and family and your fans. So yeah, that was like, that one put me on the map, that's for sure. It absolutely did. Um and I feel like people still remember you as like the boyfriend that will do that kind of anything for the video yeah Yeah, it's been a little while though since we've collaborated on on well the last video you did was the unboxing of that brand the little vibrator or the pulsing vibrator thing yeah i did i did direct one of your instagram videos in hawaii but yes things got a little hairy there you didn't want it a certain way and i was i was trying to direct the shot and take the lead and you're resisting because you're saying no this is my thing and it's gonna go like this but all in all it, it all came together yeah i think I we just I had a little got, different i don't know creative if I view. shout out credits for that but oh, yeah you did i always give credits for okay. your yes yes i do okay i always give credit where credits do mom and dad made the cameo too so it was a it was a full family, family. Yeah. yeah yeah made it happen yeah i appreciate it um and then other things like nude photo shoots yeah rope tying experiences that, that I've never done experiences either. yeah nude photo shoot i think when you presented it to me um and let's okay back up you found me at a good at a good place what do you mean for me to say yes <laughs> i want to i want to dig into what you mean by that but i just want to kind of back up again and give it a little bit more context because these were experiences that were you know, presented to me, gifted to me by my friend Uni, our friend Uni. And the intention was to create intimacy, create um, moments of play and just to be in a potentially, you know, like a different dynamic than what we were generally used to. And um, something that like, you know, we've reflected on by ourselves, but also in those moments being seen by someone else, being seen by a third person, it's like, it's a lot more vulnerable. And we have been working on certain parts of our relationship that I feel like we've, you know, overcome a lot, but also it's still like a good reminder if we get caught in those kinds of whatever, call them traps or, you know, um, call them just cycles of patterns that we're not really wanting to live in anymore because we are aware that there's another way, but it's just continual practice. Right. Um, So these were opportunities to just try something new with each other and um, get out of our comfort zone. That's, I feel like the biggest draw to me with these experiences, it's not always necessarily about kink, or it's not always necessarily about like eroticism um, and like sexual energy. It's like, it's just about being raw and like being, being open, practicing like the opening when it's like all of your instinct is going towards closing, mm-hmm. which I also feel like, I don't know, just in recent talks in relationship, it's like, say, Well, okay. So like when we first started dating, I felt like both of us were just so open and not just open to, um, to each other, but like 
open to all the possibilities of what that could mean and not being with each other even. I don't even think it it didn't even register in my brain when we first started dating. Like I wasn't attached to any outcome, you know? Of course, like I was really attracted to you right off the bat, but I was very like, whatever happens, happens. And like I kept my heart open, even though at some point, you know, like people end up getting hurt for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like it went it went against everything that I had done before, which was like open and then contract, open and then contract even more and close, mm-hmm. close, close and stay like my heart would be like walled up and protected. Um, and it felt like just with you, I was starting to practice that openness and these experiences that we've done together over the past three years, um, being in relationship, I feel like it's just, it's more, um, it's more important to practice these things. And I feel like even I want I'm curious about you in, in this way, like, how do I want to phrase this? I feel like you and I have one of the most safe and secure relationships like that I've ever experienced. I haven't had that with other people. And I think that underlying security, which was, of course, developed over the course of us dating in those early months um, and trusting each other and opening up to each other bit by bit. It wasn't like all of a sudden we just were like together. Right. It took a few months. Sure. Like we met over the summer 2020 and we by November November 13th, 2020, we were official, right? Yeah. Best decision I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Without a doubt. Yeah. But like... Yeah, I think, yeah, just those experiences over time have really bonded us closer and closer together. I think you stole my heart from the get-go. So I just I just wanted to be open with you and communicate how I felt and, and really grow that bond closer to each other. Um and yeah so thankful that it is that's really nice thanks but yeah i was gonna say like with the the feeling of security and stability within the relationship that kind of like makes it feel like you can open even more knowing that there's this like relationship that's foundational that's part of it yeah yeah secure yeah right and like so even if you do open and whatever you fuck up or you say the wrong thing or you know you say something like because this has been my experience at least with you and I like I have also just had my moments right where I say gnarly things that I just need to like almost say out loud to get out of my head and mm-hmm. off my heart and then it's like I know that the the things that I'm saying aren't true but then you know coming down to the actual truth and then being in truth with you. I feel like I would have never been able to be that open and that vulnerable with someone when I know for a fact that on the outside, someone else hearing that would be like, that's fucked up. That's messy. That's like, um, not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, we, we like break through that glass ceiling almost when we have those experiences Mm -hmm. and we like break down to break through, you know? 
some like certain realities or whatever we call them false realities I guess in the relationship but yeah these I kind of want to circle back to the experiences again and just like hear where your where your head was at with like you being so game like what makes you so open to doing some of these maybe seemingly wild or out of the ordinary experiences with me I'd have to say just touching back on it that strong foundation that we we grew in the beginning um and like I said earlier touching on how passionate you were or are about your work um it's hard to say no to you so once you have something in your head and you're got your eyes set on it it's uh it's in motion and it's really hard to get you to sway and move your energy onto something else so um yeah and I, I think me just um accepting that and saying yes to the opportunities that I know that are gonna better our relationship or better our bond and our foundation together but also um grow in in my my character as well and bring us bring us closer together how do you feel like those experiences have like made your character grow um being more open being more honest being more honest with myself um showing up in ways that i've i've never um done before and and yeah being vulnerable in in those different spaces um which which one was like the most vulnerable or like the most difficult for you would you say out of like so I'll just name three big ones that I feel like were the most for me the nude photo shoot together at Black's Beach yeah that probably has the... to take the cake though. oh okay yeah. well let me name the other two okay name the other ones <laughs> um the what was it intro to um intimacy pleasure play mm-hmm. workshop and then the rope tying private rope tying yeah those scenes. are all kind of more out of the realm of day-to-day life kind of experiences for me mm-hmm. for us um but yeah i would say definitely the the nude photo shoot at black speech was was um yeah probably one of the hardest things i've ever had to do ever or just in relationship i mean or... yeah in relationship i mean ever not not talking about work or anything like that but what what were you feeling like leading up to that experience and like I mean I was I was nervous and excited but I felt safe because you were there so um I kind of just had to keep reminding myself that it's going to be a a great experience as far as like character building and and um you know strengthening our bond together in our relationship and Again, I knew I knew it was something that you're very passionate about and excited about, and that that is infectious. And and yeah, I just I wanted to show up in that way. And yeah, I was nervous because first time doing something like that. But um, at the end of it, just feeling like so achieved, you know, mm-hmm. like after I just well, think during it, did you feel like during <laughs> yeah during yeah? I mean. I remember it being a little sticky kind of had at first. A tip, yeah, tiptoe into it. I think first time doing something like that is um, some people are naturals, but um, it's not not in my nature to be naked and exposed with a camera 
I think I'm I'm more comfortable on the other side of the camera, on the other side of the lens. And um I feel I think, like a lot of photographers I, say I that. Think leading leading up to it, there wasn't many experiences in my life where I was the subject being shot. Like mm-hmm. um so to like not have that many pictures of me taken by friends or or uh family like purposely in that way to even have that experience of like oh i've done photo shoots before this is no no problem you know um that was kind of all in one like i was the subject for the first time and it was my first time being naked in that kind of um vulnerable space out in public so but again circling back to it i think me knowing that you were there to support me and to be with me and it would only grow um our experiences together and our bond together even stronger um i knew that would be a good good step in my development too Mm. so would would you recommend other couples or even like to do it alone maybe very very empowering would you do it alone i i don't know if i'd do it alone (laughs) to be honest yeah i mean i mean that's how i started it was like doing it alone and definitely not not in the way not in the way you did alone where you volunteered to be the subject at an art night at gather oh 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 your plus ago yeah where you were standing there nude on your own while everyone and myself drew you that was that was a new experience as well for me um because i actually did that you twice being naked and yeah well the i think the first oh yeah. no the, we were together then too no we weren't we weren't no nope. i could have swore maybe we weren't okay um yeah that was a new experience for me too to 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 trust you and let let you go and you be able to express yourself and be the subject and to be naked in a room where 20, 30, 40 people are all staring at you. And I'm there too. It's like you're course. actually more comfortable I, than I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm over there sweating bullets, you know, thankfully I knew like one of the 40 people there. So sat next to her and you know, I think she, her and I like looked at each other and we're like, yeah, she's doing this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm cool with it. You know? As long as she's happy and safe and having a good time. And, but yeah, even, even that experience was, was something new that I had to, you know, overcome those kinds of feelings and stuff and just trust you and, and let you be free. And I think that's for me, I I get a lot of joy in, in just you being happy and free and expressing yourself, whether that's like through your work um the events that you show up to and volunteer at and your art and your ceramics and yeah all your things thanks darling enjoy you being happy i'm just kind of thinking like well why why would someone like me want to do some like a lot of nude things you know and then why would someone like you not necessarily be drawn to it right away unless being invited in or encouraged by a partner i think it's the invitation being invited in i'm definitely a person who needs to well you're a projector yeah i need to be invited in and feel included in that way i mean yeah there's there's situations where i'll volunteer and step up but it's kind of i feel like more reward and more 
a part of the team if it's if it's an invitation so yeah but i was thinking actually more along the lines of you won't see me volunteering to stand naked for 40 people to paint me so. yeah but what if you were invited to <laughs> they did couples you'd before have be, you'd have to be the one inviting I yeah think. yeah i mean i know that they had they've done form and flow has done uh couples posing together i actually went to one of those events as uh as an artist drawing um uh, a couple friend of mine friend couple of mine uh, did that for valentine's day and i thought it was so cool. cool but i do think that it's partly because like for me those those ways of expressing myself are more of an act of reclamation of my body of my sexuality of my femininity of my vulnerability and like really uh releasing a lot of shame that i had previously had yeah. about those topics yeah i can see that after after the black speech photo shoot experience i, I can definitely see the liberation you know mm -hmm. of, of all those feelings so did you feel liberated? Like, what was the feedback from your, like, your friends, your family, your community? Did you get any feedback? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it. I mean, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the feedback I got was, "Wow, you're crazy!" Kind of <laughs> laugh. I think that's just my nature with with in my my relationships with friends is to, um, kind of laugh things off. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of feedback saying like, wow, you're brave. That's pretty ballsy. You know, good, good for you. Um, yeah. Stoked. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't know many, many guy friends that I have out there that would be willing and ready to go do something like that. So yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're a lot like me in this way. And this is maybe where we mirror each other, you know, it's like we kind of can, have both feet on like other ends of this line almost like I feel I feel like I'm a spiritual person and like I like science you know like that's kind of where my roots are and I I can appreciate both and I have respect for both as like science being a process not like fact mm -hmm. and spiritual spirituality being more like open and free for interpretation, like it could be anything, mm -hmm. you know, um, but like God and everything like that. Like, I feel like I can kind of toe these lines and I feel like for you in your life, it's like, even with your friends and stuff, you're kind of one of those guys that you can do all the woo woo things, but you're still really grounded. You know what I mean? Thanks. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's interesting to watch men move through like these self-development self things or um, yeah, spiritual worlds. And yeah, I feel like there's a, an essence to them that feels like lifted off the ground a little bit. Um, and I feel like you're not that you're someone who you're not like fully in the self-development world which i think is honestly fine that's actually a lesson someone asked me this actually not too long ago um she asked me like what is it like for me to be in into all the self-development stuff and like to see or have a partner that's not really doing it 
And then I had actually another recent conversation about similarly, like what that dynamic is between couples. And it's like the woman kind of feels almost superior to her partner because she's into this work. And I feel like actually one of the best points of views that I've been exposed to about that is that like maybe like your spiritual work, and this is my learning from you, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your spiritual work is about really enjoying life. And like, like you mentioned before, going on these adventures and really like submerging yourself into just everything that life has to offer. And that is your lesson. Like that is you embodying everything that I'm like trying to learn and like put into practice. I I, I think I, yeah, I I mean, I, I practice a lot of that stuff too. And um, maybe I'm a little more private than you are. Obviously <laughs> like to tell, you know, the world all about yourself and yeah, I kind of hold my cards a little closer to my chest and, and it might not seem like that on the, you know, to the, to everybody else, but yeah, I am working on that stuff. And just because I'm not talking about it or announcing it to, to people or broadcasting it all the time. It's like, I am, I am working on that stuff. And, um, how, how would you say you work on it? Yeah. Every day I try to try to be a better person, try and, um, yeah, constantly improve. And does that ever get exhausting and, and say, say yes to a lot of new challenges and new things. And yeah, of course life is exhausting. Um, but yeah trying to learn as much as I can if there's one if there's one spiritual practice or like self-development practice that you've really relied on or that has really really helped you what what is that I would say the morning meditation that that really helps kind of get some intention in the day and um yeah, I feel lost but, when we don't do that. Yeah, so do I. I think the other the other day we didn't do it. And was I know there's one day a week where I'll go wake up early and go on a run or walk, depending on um my cycle and how my friend's feeling. And it's at 7 30. So usually at that time, like we're doing our meditation mm-hmm. and yeah, to have that it's a, it's morning a big be, disruptor. It really, it really kind of is. is. Yeah. We just need to learn to wake up earlier i would say also when we had the cold plunge here that was a new like i've done it for you know mm-hmm. over the past couple of years on and off but to have it here at the house and to be able to go in every day sometimes twice a day was yeah there's a lot of character building and um growth happening there and now now I miss it now that it's gone oh shoot need to make myself another one um but yeah I would say I would say those practices and just the practice of saying yes to something new and foreign I think that's oh that's a that's a key thing to constantly try and improve yourself and try new things um yeah Mm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's also just like where we really get along is in that 
not that we're like unsatisfied with where we're at. I feel like that's kind of sometimes a another point of, I don't know, contention or just another really interesting part of this conversation, right? Is that if you're constantly seeking growth and expansion, it's like you're kind of losing sight of where you are right now or appreciating like the part of the journey that you're on right now in your life. And it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's cliche to say, but like the, you know, it's all, all about the, now. yeah, but I was going to say, it's not always the destination, but the journey, uh-huh. you know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of lesson in just the journey getting there. And, and, uh, what lessons do you feel like you're, you're learning right now? You can miss it. What lessons am I learning right now? Yeah. Hmm. patience always learning to have more patience especially with with you oh yeah because you're always you're always pushing every day to be better and to improve and I love that I mean and and you get me on board with a lot of these things too and can you give an example of that? Not right now. I'm trying to finish my, <laughs> my answer. There, that is the thing right there. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, having patience for you as far as like saying yes and holding the space for, for a new change all the time. There's <laughs> always constant change. You're always trying something new. I want to know like what, like, what do you consider new for you? Patience. Cause I, I like, I'm a creature of habit and you're constantly trying to change things. So I think, yeah, I've had to really just, yeah, keep improving, keep up, keep up with you really. Oh, is that what you feel like you're doing? Mm, Maybe if I'm not doing the greatest job, you're, you're way out ahead. That's for sure. The development, self, self help, and well, no, okay. So, like, let's circle back to the like you're doing your work by just living your life, right? Yeah. Or at least that's how I like to think about it now. It's I don't I think that's where we get kind of trapped. Like a lot of people get trapped, right? In like the doing versus just the being. Mm. And I I think that's where like my challenge is with like you know, the masculine, feminine, whatever, like essences, um, of embodying that. Like, I, I feel like I'm doing a better job now being in a relationship too. Like this has helped me see this a lot more clearly is that I can, I can let go of control and I can practice like trusting and surrendering to you and to whatever vision and plan or whatever, like, you just have in store. And when I do do that, it's always like a really great experience. It is. I'm serious. Like I think about my birthday this year and how I just, I knew I wanted to have like a little dinner with my friends and whatnot. And like, I led that experience because I had the vision, but then the day of, I like entrusted you to handle things for me. And that was the plan. And you followed through so beautifully took me to this like amazing five course meal and had me dress up and it was sweet and you didn't know where you're going and I didn't know where I was going which is rare because you you always have to have all the information but now I don't now I don't (laughs) 
Because I think that's where, yeah, like I just don't, as as a woman, I think also who runs her business and has a lot of pieces that she's controlling in her life, I would like to not have to do that for everything at home. Mm -hmm. However, I do work out of my home, out of our home. And so it's... Where do you find the disconnect of from home and work? What do you mean? Like... How do you turn it on and off? Well, I think that's why, like, when I leave the sunroom, I'm gone from the sunroom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll leave my work in here. And if I'm, I mean, sometimes I'll take my laptop out and, like, work from the couch or something or from the dining room table. But generally speaking, I feel like once you're home, my my plan is always to, like, um, be done with worky things by the time you get home. So that's why I appreciate you texting me every time you leave and say you're on your way back. And except for, of course, like when I'm teaching at night, you know, I really appreciate that too. The timing of things. So to be, to be present when I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's always, yeah, that's a challenge too. Um, I am finding that having a whole separate room is really, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, it'd be tough if you're doing this in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would happen. Yeah. But, hmm. Interesting. Any other thoughts about the relationship? Anything in terms of intimacy or connection or vulnerability? Yeah, I mean, over the course of the years together learned a lot about intimacy and myself what I like and what you like and pace and tempo and and um yeah being more intentional like with with my with my touch and mm-hmm. energy and mm-hmm. my moves <laughs> just sharpen up your moves a little bit yeah. wait but what does like I guess because I try to do a I try to make it fairly clear for people when I'm talking about certain things like for me intimacy right now I'm not talking just about sex but I'm curious like what what's your definition there's no right answer wrong answer anything like that but like when when I talk about intimacy or when you're talking about intimacy like what are you thinking of um yeah, those little mushy moments where we give each give each other a kiss just off the cusp. Cusp? Cuff. Cuff. Off the cuff. <laughs> cusp. And just um on yeah. the cusp, off the cuff. Off the cuff. Um yeah, just those cute little moments where we um naturally just kind of come together and curl up on the couch together or do those nice little favors. Um, what nice little favors <laughs> of like being thoughtful and getting getting little gifts and stuff that you know the other wants or needs without mm-hmm. without knowing it. Um, yeah, being more intentional with with um, our relationship and our the dynamic that we have. That's mm-hmm. yeah. a loaded question intimacy and yeah there's a lot there for sure um I've I've been like contemplating intimacy for us and like what that will look like 
over the next five years based on the plans that we kind of, or at least the desires that we have, you know, Mm -hmm. and just how that also changes with, um, for example, having a dog now, or, you know, like one day when we have kids and what that will mean. And you're right, like being really intentional about it within our relationship, like what, what that's going to look like. I feel like it's really hard to predict and it's really hard to say. And, you know, people are like, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll make sure it's a priority. But like, how, how do you make that a priority? And I, there's no, we don't have an answer for it right now, but you gotta make a plan. Can't just always rely on figuring it out. Right. I mean, yeah, there was a podcast that I listened to recently and it's like, those are the three words of death or something to the situation or whatever. It was like, quote unquote, figure it out. And it's like, sometimes you're just not going to figure it out until you actually sit down and do it. Yeah. Or like have the conversations and, and all of that. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, hmm. hmm, good stuff. <laughs> you got any more questions for me? <laughs> Not really. Um, I feel like I asked a lot of good ones. I mean, I know that the Instagram community had had some questions. Goodness, this is like months ago that they asked, but I think you kind of answered them, like how you feel about my work, but maybe, I don't know, like, what would you say? Something someone did ask was like, what's your biggest takeaway or aha about that you've learned about pelvic health for women since being with me? (sighs) Putting me on the spot. There's so much, but what is filtering into my head right now? An aha moment. Or like maybe one that just, you didn't realize how much it impacted your life um women's cycles yeah mm-hmm. i would say the energy that you're you know each stage that you're at your energy um your your moods and your appetite <laughs> i feel like just being food? on top of all that yeah. trying to i mean always learning and always trying to improve but yeah being more in tune with that yeah, I think it's I mean, funny. Now that it's on the radar, I mean, before that was never really on my radar. Right. So. Yeah, I feel like. I think that's a big one because that's a that's a every day. You're, yeah. Every day you're. Yeah. Going from moving from one phase to the next. So. Right. It's almost like every week it kind of changes. Right. Every and it's week. not going to be a perfect right Saturday or Sunday that all of a sudden it shifts. But right. I feel like over the last year that's been one of the biggest things that we've learned and discovered in the relationship and what it means to honor my cycle I think for a while there um not living together it was easier for me to cycle sync a lot of my food and um my exercise even cuz yeah we we had really intentional time right mm-hmm. and since living together, it was like, okay, well, we're going to do all our grocery shopping together. We're right. going to cook together. together. We both like to cook. And um, 
it was just like, also, I feel like one of your love languages or one of the ways that I think I started to realize about um, maybe how you grew up, I guess, was like, you sit down as soon as the food is ready while it's hot. And it's like, okay, wait, my appetite is not here yet. Or like, this isn't exactly what I wanted. This is too much food for me, or it's not enough food for me, you know? And I feel like that's just probably been the biggest learning curve for me and maybe for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just being more aware of like what I'm putting into my body Yeah, and, and being aware of like, where you're at in your cycle too and trying to match that because yeah i do most of the cooking in the mornings in the mornings i mean there'll be a couple times through the week where i'll cook the dinner but every morning i'm i'm the one making breakfast and yeah finding finding a good healthy balance of full and not overstuffed and something that you're going to want to eat too so you you feel satisfied yeah yeah. I think we've got we've got some experiments to keep keep running before we share all of our (laughs) we can do a part two oh for sure we're sure sure. yeah yeah we can do like I don't know that one couple there's a couple on TikTok and the guy cooked for his wife Mm. and she has or had I don't know if she's technically still has it or not but PCOS and which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which makes it difficult for uh, you to get pregnant. But that was their dream was to get pregnant. And this guy cooked for her. I think it's called What She Eats um, is their cookbook name now and their handle on TikTok and Instagram. But he cooked for her to help heal her hormones. And then after I don't even know how long they did get pregnant and they have their baby now. And it's like food made a huge impact, right? Right. Like because food is so healing, right. but yeah, well, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, really good for them. I'm hoping the food that I cook can heal us too. So it can. I think that's the energy that you put into the food, though, that you make is like there's a lot of love there. And then, actually, it's kind of funny. I feel like, well, not funny, funny, but I, I feel like one of the learnings that I had was like, oh, he really, not that you'd take offense to me not like eating your food or like not sitting down right when it was ready, but it was like, this is, I think, where your patience and a a good example of the patience thing, Okay, like you being patient with me about not being ready to eat or, you know, not sitting down right when the food was hot. And like, you're just someone who's, I feel like super polite. And so you wouldn't necessarily start eating until everyone was at the table yeah yeah so definitely patience and yeah now i just cycle cook thinking. You, now i just cook you breakfast when you're gone and it just sits ready and gets cold by the time <laughs> you eat it it's noon and oh to be fair, i don't care like i don't care if it's hot hot or you know room temperature i don't mind that at all i'm just really grateful that you'd even cook me a serving of what it is that you're making which is usually really good like hash and eggs or something you know mm-hmm. okay well anything else anything that you're envisioning for this relationship as we i guess celebrate the last three years together and look forward to the next yeah, I look, three i look forward to the to the rest of our lives together yeah yeah if all goes to plan 
<laughs> What's the plan? The plan is to. Just kidding. I trust and surrender. <laughs> oh my gosh. You put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. This just... is the point of the podcast. Put you on the more, spot. More growth together. Um, more experiences. Um, more intimate experiences too. And more travel. I want to go see the world with you. Anything on the bucket list in particular? Uh, of like places to travel to or anything, any of oh, get, get yeah, a little I mean, specific. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to put a ring on it. Yeah. One of these days in the near future and um, yeah, have a house and make a baby or two. Probably an, adopt another dog with a, Another dog? Two dogs two dogs together are good. It's like two kids together. You know, two children. But then you have a dog and a kid and it's kind of perfect, no? Well, that's why you get the second dog. So the two dogs take care of each other and it's less care for the dog is more care for the children. Um, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I only, kinda... My family only grew up with you know two kids, one dog. Mm. That's the ratio I'm used to. Yeah. I'm going to have to shake it up a bit with another dog <laughs> in a bigger yard. Um but yeah, yeah, those are the those are the dreams, those are the goals, and we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything you'd like to add to that? Mm, I think that pretty much sums it up for at least our our journey together. I don't know. I envision maybe somehow collaborating and putting our work together. And I'm not sure what that would look like, but part of me is like do I just screw all this stuff? I'm just kidding. I would never, I would never let this go. But part of me is like, ooh, what if we flipped houses or something? Or like, I don't know, just doing something a little bit more different, but something that we could do together. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I don't know. I, I can't picture how it overlaps quite yet, but that's okay. I think that, I don't know download will come I, when it's ready. Uh, I'd be doing all the remodeling and interior design work. What would you, you just be doing the paper? I could demo. Oh yeah. You're down. Of course you're demo. <laughs> demo is the funnest part. I could demo. I can make Pinterest boards. Paint walls. I can paint. Yeah. I can use a hammer and nail. Nobody uses nails. Nail guns. Nail guns. Oh, that's dangerous. That's. But I, I can dangerous. use heavy machinery too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can do home run or not home run, Home, home Depot, Depot runs. Yeah, there'll be a lot of those. Yeah. 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 But yes, probably more so the paperwork, I guess. So we're going to follow this up with a, a part two. Yeah, I think so. I think this this podcast will be interesting to have kind of going ongoing at least. Um throughout this career I can get better so people don't just know me from like a, a one one time my first ever um podcast sit down interview like i have an opinion on things yeah um yeah i think I, i'll get better as as time goes on yeah i think i mean i think you're great i who knows it might spin off into my own podcast would you ever We'll see how the next one goes. <laughs> if, that dream, okay. if that dream grows, then it does. And if it doesn't, then it wasn't. It was never meant to be. Yeah. Oh, Keita just walked into the room. Um, yeah. I think with this podcast coming 
you know, every year with a little holiday break in between, it's going to be fun to see how I feel like my life will be reflected into the work and vice versa. So, you know, who knows, maybe this time next year, we'll be going through more preconceiving and figuring out the pathway to parenthood, um, which means me preparing my body, you preparing your body uh, and mind and soul. So yeah, this is the last episode of season one of the Pelvic Pulse podcast. Yay, celebrations. Good job. So proud of you. Thank you. Thanks for being the last interview or conversation of the season. Thanks for twisting my my arm and getting me to sit down and do this with you. I know it took us three tries, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's um, it's a labor of love, and it's um, worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. Yeah, thank you. Good job. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening and putting your finger on the Pelvic Pulse podcast. I'm Brittany Ellers. The music for this podcast was created by Justek. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts by hitting the subscribe button and share it with your loved ones if you found the episode helpful. If you haven't checked out my free womb medicine meditations or phasic community, click the link in the show notes. The meditations and community boards are the perfect place to begin or broaden your connection to your pelvic health, no matter what stage in life you're in. I'd be honored to support you along your journey.